Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast. One out of ten would recommend. On today's episode of One Out of Ten, we're going to talk about some trends that just need to stop. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our new listeners, to our returning listeners. My name is Amir Malak. And I'm Edgardo Lopez. And we would like to welcome you to 1 Out of 10 Would Recommend. On today's episode of 1 Out of 10, as I mentioned in the intro, we're going to talk about some trends that need to stop. But before we do that, let's do some some of our regular housekeeping, Mr. Lopez. Absolutely. So, last episode, we talked about COVID-19. We really hope you guys are staying safe out there, following social distancing protocols, staying at home as much as possible. And we just wanted to give you guys a quick update. We are recording on 4-9 today. And some updated numbers on on COVID in general. We're looking at 1.59, almost 1.6 million cases currently. And in the U.S., we're looking at 462,000 cases confirmed. Just want to remind everyone, guys, to stay safe out there. A quick update about here in Mecklenburg, North Carolina, and Charlotte, North Carolina, guys. Things pretty much remain the same. With one new sort of change to our stay-at-home order and what we can and can't do, as we mentioned last episode, we're allowed to go out in nature for walks and runs and whatnot. But because people were not following social distancing protocols, the county actually decided to close down all the parking lots in every single park and greenway in the entire county. Time to shut down those picnics, baby. Right. No more picnic block parties. Right. And so that that is actually have a huge effect because a lot of people were driving to these parks. Charlotte's a huge city. It's very spread out. So people have to drive to a lot of these parks. And the county health director finally decided we're closing it down. You can still go to the park if you can walk to it. Or if you want to park like a mile or two away and then walk Mm -hmm. into the park and then leave and walk back to your car. It's hard to carry a a 24-pack of Coronas a mile and a half, if you know what I'm saying. So I actually agree with it. You know, I'm sure people are going to still find a way to get out there. But I hope this definitely uh, slows the spread down even more. And for those of you guys that have not listened to episode one of our third season, please go take a listen. Uh, We did give a different spin to the COVID conversation. So uh, it's something a little bit different than what I've heard in different podcasts. It's more about how does it impact us daily and what does recovery look like? So if you're interested, please go take a listen to episode one of our third season. But on today's episode, it's a little bit more lighthearted. We're going to talk about some things that just need to stop, some trends that are just they're driving me up a wall man out of us two i definitely think i'm probably the more emotional of the two of us and probably the person who lets this stuff get more underneath his skin but i know you got a couple too yeah go ahead and kick us off man and 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 i just want to clarify guys by trends we may not talk about only just like social media trends or Pop culture trends, you know, we might surprise you with some knowledge we drop here today, but definitely a more light hired episode. So go ahead and kick us off, man. What do you got? What's your first pet peeve trend? Man, my pet peeve. 
I'm going straight for the jugular on this one. Do it, I'm do going it. straight for the Do throat. it. No remorse. Ladies, to all oh two God. of you, to all two of you that like to listen to our podcast, and hopefully you tell all your friends and your friends tell all their friends. Hopefully this spreads quicker than Corona does. <laughs> I really, I really hope this stops. There's this pandemic going around uh, of, 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 of an all-white attire, specifically on the feet, large enough to stomp out dinosaurs. Oh my God. The dino stompers. The Fila dino stompers. <laughs> Listen here, ladies. That shit is not attractive. I'm a, I'm a pretty open guy when it comes to, like, you know, like, outfits and, like, fashion. fashion. in general. I'm pretty sure. open about it, right? I like to change it up a little bit here and there. But hot damn diggity dog, you will never see me wearing no dino stompers. Stop that shit. You wearing your little sundress, looking all cute, looking like a snack, and then... I look down a little lower, and what do I see? I see a pair of Fila's 1980s official tracksuit Olympic team edition, all white, lawnmower cutting grass sixes. Y'all gotta stop that shit, please. That is not attractive. They're too ugly. They're bulky. And and the worst part, bro, never once have I seen a clean pair. They're always dirty as fuck. <laughs> Girls, clean your y'all shoes. Y'all fucking up. If you wear white anything... Y'all gotta keep it clean, right? Yes. And I'll be honest, dude. They remind me, you know, like, at some point, Skechers came out with those, like, if you walk in these shoes, you're gonna lose weight type of shit. Oh, my God. That's exactly what they remind me of, dude. Three times the price. (laughs) Bro, go back five years, those same shoes were at Payless, $30, bro. People were laughing at them. And I guarantee you, people did not know that Fila has been around for decades. Oh, bro, Fila has been... When I was a kid in Germany, bro, I was six years old in Germany. I had a pair of Fila's. I have a picture of them. High tops, black, with the purple Fila writing. Hell yeah. I did too. I had the Fila's. Dude, talking about sneakers. Fila's. And then, I don't know if you remember the Fat Farms. Bro, I heard... I heard about the Fat Farms. I never owned a pair of Fat Farms. I owned a pair. I owned a fake Fat Farms, bro. Oof. Oof. Let me tell hey, you. Nobody knows, bro. No, 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 nobody, nobody knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> everybody knows. Guys, I bought these things from the trunk of a homie's car, bro. He said, "Hey, man, let me." You know, I saw the shoes, and I was like, "Yo, this is that is that P backwards?" And he was like, "Yeah, but nobody really pays attention." I was like, "Where'd you get them?" He said, man, "I got you, bro." At the pool, go away. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, "For real?" He's like, "For real, man. Come on, I got my car out there." Oh, I went shit. out, twenty bucks. And they were white. Were they? And they were fresh. Were they two sizes too big? No. <laughs> yeah, he had my correct size. You got lucky. He had my correct size. And everybody looked at him like, and everybody knew they were fake. They were like, those look hot. They're, they're not they bad. Look, they're not bad. I was like, yeah, I paid 20 bucks. I didn't even care. Right? And back then, so I was in New York back then. Back then, wearing fake anything on your feet was a no-go. That was a sin, bro. You got crucified, guaranteed, as soon but, as you walk out there. But everybody was like, you know what? Those ain't half bad. Because you know back then, everybody scrutinized if you had a, a, a pair of fake Jordans. You oh. had some fake J's or some fake Air Forces, you're done. You can't go back to school, man. Clout, you got no clout ever. You got to move school. And if you, if you had fake Tims, bro, you, now you're disrespecting a whole <laughs> nother sector, bro. Not the <laughs> 
But anyway, we get back to you, man. Your feelings. Uh, I, I agree with you on that one. I agree with hundred percent. I just don't think it's very attractive. I've seen like the Jerusalem cruisers. You know the Jerusalem cruiser threes. <laughs> Yo, yo, you okay, bro? Come here, I got you. This man choking on some coffee. I'm sorry. <laughs> but Jerusalem you, you know what I'm talking about? Like, the ones that are like the, the fucking gladiator sandals that girls the wear. Birkenstocks? No, not Birkenstocks. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So, like, they're they tied little, up and shit? Yes, and they have the little platform. Yeah. Even those I'm okay with. Like, yeah, those, yeah, you can yeah, yeah. you can rock those and make it work. But these dirty-ass dino stompers, I don't even know the model. Like, that's how much I hate them. I don't. I just know that they're feelers. And I saw them at, I think it was, like, Journeys or something. And I was about to ask him, like, yo, bro, why don't you put these, like, hella far in the back? And I don't, I don't want to offend anybody. But well, it, is, it, is, it is a primarily uh, our Caucasian <laughs> female friends that are definitely rocking these shoes. Yes! Nancy, <laughs> listen here, Nancy. Please, guys, don't fucking crucify us for that. We're just being honest here. Yeah, it is true, bro. It is predominantly our Caucasian sisters. <laughs> but please, yeah, just as a heads up, like, look, y'all are cute as shit in your little sundresses. Just wear some, like, flip-flops or some nice sandals. Don't don't rock those dinos. You're not going to go run a fucking 2K, <clears throat> all right? Like a 4K, a 5K. You don't need those. You no, need yeah. Those. Keep looking like a snack. Don't make yourself look like last night's leftovers in those damn shoes. Oof. I like that. Yo, y'all take it. That's a that's a caption. That's an Instagram <laughs> caption there, buddy. Hey, y'all better hashtag one out of ten would recommend whenever y'all use that. We'll know. We will. So is that is that the big rant for the first Bro, for the first one? I'm getting into it, man. This is oh, just a warm-up, man. Oof, oof. I, I got a couple more coming here. Gotcha. But hey, I'll hand it over to you. What's your okay. next one? So my first one is Something that at first... <coughs> hey, bro, that's the second cough today, bro. At first, I don't think bothered me. CDC. Look, man, don't worry about the CDC. It's, this is something that at first bo- didn't really bother me, and the more I saw it, the more I was like, okay, now it's starting to bug me. And it's never taking your ear pods off. And it's not even like... There's plenty of uh, wireless headphone models out there. You rock some Beats. Yes. I rock some, some Bose Sound Sports. Right. And we're not sponsored by either. So if uh, Beats or uh, Bose is listening to the podcast, please, you know, give us a little kickback, you know, 5 10 We'd appreciate it. We'd appreciate A free pair of headphones. We'll be okay with that. We typically rock those, you know, if you're around a house and you got to work from home or whatever, I throw my headphones on or we're going out for, to, for a run or whatever. You know, that's what we rock, right? But as soon as we're done, they come off. So I, I don't understand it because I see people with their earpods on, right? And I'm like, are they having a conversation on the phone? Are they listening to music? Or is it become a fashion statement? And the reason I don't like it, number one, actually is probably like, you guys may not even appreciate it, but we both work in manufacturing, right? I work on a shop floor a lot, okay? I think I work on it a lot more than you do. You're more of the office type. Correct. Uh, but... I'm you a, know I'm how a, important being a, able to hear your surroundings is, right? Yes, of course. I'm a cute so, jockey. <laughs> I'm a cute warrior. So, I have seen so many people not be able <clears throat> like, to pick up their surroundings and be kind of careless and reckless because they have their fucking ear pods on. Okay? Yeah. That's my number one thing. And I think that's when I noticed that is when I was like, why the fuck you got them on? You're not using them. You clearly aren't using them. Take them off. Yeah. Okay? I can agree there, man. And I think... 
you you kind of touched on a good point there. That whole fashion accessory piece of it, but it's a fucking pair of headphones, man. Yeah, it's not it a is. chain. It's not a nice shirt. It's not a Fubu pants and fucking feel of shoes. It's, it's not even that. <laughs> The fucking earphones, bro. How are, are you gonna go into a social environment with earphones on, bro? They're one hundred and ninety nine dollars, bro. Anybody, even people making minimum wage, can save up for a couple months and buy them, bitches. You're not exclusive, bro. You're not. And and another thing is, they 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 are good. Actually, I've tested them out once before. They're good. Don't get me wrong. They're good. They're probably worth their money. As far as marketing is concerned, because let's be honest, that plastic is cheap as shit. Yeah. All those drivers and those earphones, it's technically not worth $200. But I get it. Apple does does what it does best. Markets the shit out of their products. Works well with your iPhones. Something Apple is amazing at is, is seamlessly blending all their products together. Awesome job on their part. Which we aren't sponsored by Apple either. So Apple, if you are uh, listening to us, you know, one out of ten wouldn't mind, you know, just for you guys, 15%. Please. Yeah, absolutely. Please. So they're made well. They're, they're a good, good product, great product. But they're not a fashion accessory. Bro, rocking those in the club or out, and I hope, I hope somebody's listening to me right now that actually does this. Rocking those out is like wearing two watches. It is. What the fuck you need to? What you need to? You need double time. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to. You need to check your watch twice just in case you're looking left or you're looking right. Just don't do it, man. Don't do it. Yeah. And if you're in office and you leave them on, whatever. But oh, bro, that's different. That's compl- you know. that's work, right? When I'm at work, I hate having. I work on a keyboard all day, right? I'm a keyboard warrior as well as a cube warrior, but I don't like having wires like all over my fingers, like while I'm typing and stuff. So I completely understand it. Like if you're doing uh, tasks and stuff, but as a fashion statement it's gotta stop we gotta put an end to this come on guys 2020 let's get together as, as a human race together and just say you know what no more airpods in clubs please 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 i beg of you but anyway man that's that's my first one i don't i, I never i never thought i was gonna get i was going to become a hater of the of the airpods but not that i'm a hater it's not the airpods it isn't it's how they're being used. It's the fact that they're like looked at as being exclusive. I yeah. said this earlier. They're $199. They're not something hella exclusive, no, bro. No. Our phones cost thousands of dollars, right? And everybody's got a fucking phone. Yep, yep, So yep, yep. it's not like it's something that you just need. Bro, like I hope you're in a club and just dancing and one of them falls out. And now you got one. And what you going to do? You're going to be like a pirate with a pirate, <laughs> you know, like only a, a, an eye patch on one eye. So you have to take them both out. So please keep wearing them. Wear them to the club. Jump around. And hopefully one of them falls out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I'm going to take over here. I'm going to go to my second one, man. Let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Oof. Ladies, I'm back. I got another one for y'all. There's this... So with quarantining, there's this whole trend of at-home workouts. And specifically, I'm going to pick on y'all. <coughs> y'all are just on my radar today. Picking on the ladies, the Insta thotties on Instagram with their at-home workouts and they're just extravagant stuff that they're using. First of all, how the hell did you get five gallons of water at the store? Like, how many stores did you go to to get five? I can't even buy one. I can't buy a roll of toilet paper and you're buying five gallons. You need to leave that on the shelves for people that actually need it and not your Instagram video that nobody goes there to watch the workouts that you're doing. 
all right? I would venture to say roughly about 65 to 70% of your viewership are probably male, and they're probably there not for the exercises. They're probably not there for the squats, you know, getting their squat form right, all right? I'm going <laughs> to guess that. But to me, it, it's one of those things where it's just, guys – Stop with that. I get the whole exercise at home. It's very important to exercise at home. But I don't want my neighbors upstairs starting to do some jump rope shit in the house because they saw some Insta thotty on Instagram telling them to jump rope in their house. I don't need that. I don't need to hear that. If you're going to work out at home, get you a pair of weights if you can. Get you some type of resistance bands. Be cognizant of your of your surroundings, your neighbors. Don't do anything stupid. But don't clout chase with getting like putting your dogs on your back come on dogs <laughs> like what the hell are we doing here like that is to me it's just very cringy it's cringy man and i i'm gonna not necessarily defend it but i will say you know we've been cooped up in the apartment for the most part of every day for the last three weeks bro i finally understand you know when people are like life in prison is bad enough for some some pretty crazy crimes I finally understand that and I'm in the apartment all day bro and then I go for a run which is typically about 20 minutes that's like my physical activity outside I feel like a fucking like I'm in I'm in jail <coughs> yeah we've been here I go oh, three weeks four weeks now it's been it's this coming up week after this week next week will be four weeks yeah and it really does feel like we get out for an hour or two or whatever and it feels like that's our time that we get to leave solitary confinement. It really is. You know? And like on the weekends, yeah, we'll, you know, maybe go for a walk or something. We'll have a little bit more time. But I still don't think it's it's like we're out there significantly. I, I, it's, it is taking an effect on me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, and I think it's taking an effect on a lot of people. And people are trying to cope with it in different ways. But to your point, yeah, you know, you got to chill out, relax. Don't go over the top with some of these at-home workouts. Even with these at-home workouts, right? Just simple workout equipment is ex- like stupidly expensive now. It is. It's a really bench. Dumb. A buddy of mine <clears throat> was looking at a bench, and this is just a flat bench, no bars, no weights, just the bench itself. Three hundred dollars, which like, is ridiculous. I was like, bro, I'll make you one for that price, bro. Like at this point, I can go make you one, no problem, for three hundred bucks, man. Those benches are typically like you'd say, like, I think probably about a hundred bucks for a decent bench, like not like an exceptional bench, but a decent one. And I think it's this quarantine and has everybody, you know, looking at their stuff like it's something exclusive. And yes, you can't go to like stores and buy it. Most stores are closed down, so everybody online is starting to tax. Which, speaking of which, I have a pair of uh, twenty-five pound dumbbells. I'm looking, you know, a hundred bucks OBO. So, you know, hit us up at 1 out of 10 would recommend. Thank you. All right, now. So, Eddie, how about your next item, man? What's your next one on the list? My next item, I think, is something that has been around for a very, very long time. And it's still going on, albeit I think it has evolved. But it's detoxing. And what I mean is specifically those juice cleanses. <laughs> Those, you know, this is going to clear my body of all its toxins oh, and hell yeah. set me back to zero. The brown rain. Oh, God. I did not. I clean uh, you up. They clean yeah, you up proper. To clean you up. Guys, scientifically, this shit doesn't work. Please. There is plenty of nutritional science that says all these detoxes do. 
is you cha- it changes your diet. And maybe, just maybe, the reason you feel better when you quote unquote detox using these juice cleanses and shit is because you stop eating crap food. Yeah. In a sense, maybe it is detoxing you, but your body isn't actually changing anything it's doing. It's not, these foods are not making your liver work better or your kidneys work better or your intestines work better. If they're not working well, there's something else that's wrong. Exactly. Okay. And these juice detoxes or whatever are not going to help you. Bro, it's the biggest scam. When it comes to certain things that do not change overnight, your body is one of them. Yeah. You can't just start detoxing. And in two weeks, you're great. No. You're going to shit for fucking seven hours that day, getting all this stuff out of you, which was caused by the stuff that you drank, right? It's not like that stuff was sitting inside you waiting for you to poop. No, it's, it's literally the stuff you're drinking is causing you to poop. And then you think, you, hey, I cleaned out my system. I get, <clears throat> I get the idea that, for example, like after a long night of drinking, going out, the next day, you know, going for a run or something, like sweating, and you feel better. I understand that, but it doesn't negate what you did the night before. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So, you know, one of the things I have issues with is not so much that people do this as much as people profiting from it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there are companies out there like Herbalife, and I'm just going to shout them out because I have an issue with them, that sell hey, Herbalife, you... Herbalife, Herbalife. <laughs> we have a couple Herbalife listeners out there. You know, just for you guys, you know, like a 25% kickback would be nice. <laughs> so, guys, if, and if you do use Herbalife, <clears throat> if any of our users are Herbalife believers and users, I do apologize for potentially offending you or whatever, but... I have this beef with them specifically because several, quite a few years ago, actually, my mom supposedly tried to get into it. And like the selling side of it or the, the selling first, it was the consumption of it. Okay. So, you know, it's expensive. It man. is. It's, it's very pricey. Number one. And a lot of people that are on minimum wage or, you know, not much above minimum wage can really struggle to keep this up. From what I understand also, if you are a distributor, an independent distributor of theirs, you actually have to buy a lot of the product yourself to continue to be in their program, right? You can't just not sell and still be part of their program. No, you have to buy product even if you're not selling any. So people end up with stockpiles of this product. I remember my mom at first started with just consuming, right? She was buying from somebody. Then she was convinced into selling for Herbalife. And luckily, my dad, I think, talked her out of it. Or I don't know what happened, but she got her first shipment. And then she said, no, I don't want to do this anymore. So she didn't do it. We had some Herbalife product on our shelves for several weeks. And she made us drink that shit. And I'm not going to lie. Some of it does taste good, right? It, 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 it's not like it tastes bad. But when you read a lot of what's in it, it's not really all that beneficial. Yeah, and it's very expensive. You mentioned there that this product is not given to these people as like a free product for them to put on their shelves and then they pay 
back Herbalife, whatever they make, they have to buy that themselves. They get a, like a percentage cut, I believe, like where they pay less for the product. Maybe I'm lying here, but I'm assuming they probably pay less for the product than the normal consumer. And then, if, for example, they could sell it for, I don't know, 75% more than what they bought it for and make some money. And if you, as a consumer, can afford to constantly pay the prices for those juices and those supplements, yes, it probably will have a positive effect on your life. But as I said, your body does not, it's not a light switch. It's not like you change this diet up today and all of a sudden you're healthy or you lost weight. You have to invest in it. And if you look at a lot of people that put themselves through this, they're literally starving themselves for like two weeks or some shit. I've been starving myself for, and, and so, so since you want to talk about that, so I've been on this whole thing about like losing weight and like uh, trying to lose a, a solid 15 pounds. Starving yourself does not work. Your body goes into this like emergency mode where when you don't eat, it like preserves fat. It fucking pisses me off. That shit doesn't work. Well, no, actually, it's 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 different, and I just think you got to change your diet up for what you're doing to work. Listen, because leave my essentially, hot dogs. leave my hot dogs alone, <laughs> there, big guy. Essentially, what you're doing, man, is you are intermittent fasting because you don't eat breakfast, right? Correct. You, your earliest meal is usually lunchtime. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you just took a drink of some tequila and Oof. it didn't go over well. It's gone amazing. <laughs> but anyway, you don't eat till lunchtime, and you eat sometimes as late as eight o'clock. Correct. Right, but then you're done. Yeah. And you don't eat again till the next day at lunchtime. That is intermittent fasting. And in theory, for you, it should work, except you eat. Leave my hot dogs alone, <laughs> man. Leave my, listen, Tostitos Pizza, I know you guys are listening. I know 100% you guys are listening. Listen, I love your little square pizza that you have. The little four cheese pizza. I go to Harris Teeter. I typically, they have, Harris Teeter sometimes has a sale on them. 10 for 10. 10 of those fuckers for 10 bucks, bro. I get me a pack of roast beef. I get some Munster cheese. I come home. I unpack that that, that rectangular goddess of, of flavor. I take my roast beef. I cut it up. I put it on there. I take the Munster. I cut it up. I put it on there. Put it in the oven. Bada bing, bada bang. At 425 degrees. No preheat, baby. No preheat. No preheat. <clears throat> and it's amazing. Hey, Tostitos, if you guys are listening, and, 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 and just for y'all, please, you know, like a little 30% kickback would be nice. So it's actually Totino's, not Tostitos? Yeah, with the 15% kickback would be nice. <laughs> but that's why it's not working out for you, man. Correct. But back to the, the topic we were talking about. You know, these these detoxes or whatever, guys, scientifically, it isn't doing anything for you. If mentally or psychologically it's working for you, keep doing it. Part of half half or more than half the battle is mental. But just be careful when you tell other people because other people a lot of times are sort of discouraged when they do this thing and it does nothing for them. Okay? A lot of this detoxing stuff, a lot of these supplements that really scientifically are proven not to do much or anything at all are for people just to make money for this industry to try to get more consumers. And it just pisses me off that people take advantage of somebody's sort of self-image or whatever and they use that to profit, right? I agree. Guys, do, do some more research. 
Uh, one great way to do it, see if your your website is from a .edu or some sort of verified article. Yeah. Anybody can go out with, you know, put out an article on some website that says this is great for you. Truth be told, a lot of these things aren't. I mean, listen to our podcast. Listen to what, <laughs> listen to what we say on our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. We fact check. I'd say probably about 100% beef, man. <laughs> So, if there's anything we're saying, guys, hit us up. Tell us, hey, you guys are wrong because this, this, and this. We'd love to have that conversation. And for those new listeners that are probably wondering, what the hell is he talking about, 100% beef? Uh, in season two of 1 Out of 10, we actually, Eddie and I both went to New York with some friends. And we had an episode about New York. So, go back to season two. Check it out. It was pretty informative. Uh, things to do in NYC on a budget. We didn't spend a lot of money. So, go, go take a look. Take a listen. Yeah, but back to our topic of the day. Yes, yes. back to our topic that's, that's of the day. That's kind of my rant for for detoxing yeah. and whatever. I would say this. I would add one more thing to what you were saying there, uh, and it's mainly about your body and, and mental health and physical health. Nothing changes overnight. There is no cure that will fix your mind or that will change the way you think or that will change your body overnight. These are habits. You have to build habits, uh, whether it's cooking at home and eating your own, you know, things that you cook, versus you know going for runs or doing some type of physical activity. These are habits you have to build. No detox is going to get build a habit for you. Not at all, Eddie. I'm going to go into my next one. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, man. I'm going back to the quarantine. This whole quarantine thing, social media has got me. Oof, it's got me feeling some type of way. Um, my next trend that I want to talk about that needs to stop probably will stop soon, but I hope it stops sooner than later. Uh, and it's mainly a result of this quarantining and working from home. People having the, the, the just the privilege of being able to work from home. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Buying puppies. Yes. Actually, I didn't even think about that, but yes, I agree. I think this trend needs to stop. Okay, so let me let me go and talk about my points first, all right? When it comes, I, I love dogs. I really do. We're, we're both dog lovers. Exactly. And, and animals in general, right? It could be dogs. It could be cats. It could be anything, right? This quarantining and having people work from home, this is not permanent. I want to make that 100% clear to all of our listeners. This is not permanent. This will end. But your friends that you go and get, these puppers, these cats, these animals, these are your forever friends. Right, so I don't think it's a good idea to just go and buy animals without, you know, thinking like, "Hey, what is my life going to look like two months down the line?" This is the first, probably the first time in a lot of people's lives where they have to think more than just the current week or next week out. They have to think, "Oh, wait a second, two months, three months, four months. I can't, you know, I'm still going to have a dog right here, right? I can't just return him to the shelter." I can definitely see a surge of animals being sent back to the shelter after this quarantine's over. People's companies start to say, hey, you, you need to come back. And then they're like, oh, shit, you know, I can't leave my dog at home. My do- or you leave your dog at home and they chew up everything because they're used to you being there. And when you leave, all of a sudden, you know, the dog wants attention or maybe the dog just doesn't have discipline and goes crazy and just chews everything up. And you're like, man, I can't deal with this. And you return it to the shelter. Yeah, man, I definitely agree with you, and and I think this came about, I think there's actually some articles written about it now, I'm not sure, 
That might be fake news. Don't don't you know? It, it may not be a fact or not that people are writing about this. We talked about this, you know, this this podcast one out of ten. Sometimes we tell the truth. Sometimes we tell you know ninety percent of the truth. Yeah. So, uh, but but I agree, man. I think you and I have both seen a surge in our social media feeds about people getting puppies. Some of them, I think, are planned. Were planned, and it just so happened to be that it fell in during this time. Whatever, right? But. I do think this is leading people that are looking for more company or whatever to go out and get a puppy. And you're absolutely right. You really like have to look towards the future. And this is not your normal every day, right? And so even for some of your, you know, if some of you have an older dog that you've already had for quite some time, these creatures may suffer from like separation anxiety or something because they're not used to having you in the home if you've already had a dog they're not used to having you in the home for this much time and so they get used to that and on the flip side if you just got a new puppy you're gonna shock them by being there all the time one day and not being there the next exactly and that's that that is gonna lead to a problem of you know they they go through feelings and emotions just like we do yep except they they are they have they are confined to this space and they are going to do something about their anxiety or whatever they're feeling. Exactly. And when you look at it, so two points I want to make here. Number one is you are their person. Like you are their number one. They might not actually be your number one. Even though you say, hey, this animal is my number one. This is, you know, this dog is my number one. This cat is my number one. My most important thing. When this quarantine lifts... <laughs> I highly doubt many of you will be turning down invites from your friends to say, hey, I want to go out. Hey, you guys want to go out. You got to remember, you have somebody waiting for you at home. This is, this is a child. This is basically a child, but it's worse than a child because it can't talk to you. It can't tell you what it needs. It can't tell you what it wants. This is an animal. So be cognizant of that. Number two, this high demand for animals right now is causing these animal mills to go haywire. Like, imagine this. Everybody wants to buy a puppy right now. People are getting laid off. The economy's tanking. People are losing their jobs. There's no money. But they're yet, they're still buying all these animals. These people, the breeders, are probably like, oh shit, I gotta start pumping out. I gotta start, you know, getting more quote unquote inventory on the shelves. But keep in mind, this is a live being. It takes months to develop these animals. It's not like you can just say, hey, I want a German Shepherd and it's waiting for you on the shelves, right? If you go to a breeder and they don't have a German Shepherd, you have to wait months for the animals to you know, give birth and for the animal to be ready for you. If you rush that process, that can result in defects in the animal's genetic makeup. And as a result, you get something that you didn't really buy, that you didn't, that you didn't prepare for. You know, certain animals that might have defects. But I can only imagine, man, if there's a dog and it's having a litter of puppies, waits two months, and then it's having, you know, it gets pregnant again and it has another litter of puppies. Like, dude, you're, you're running low on genes at that point, man. Like, it's, it just keep this in mind. One, it's expensive. You're not making any money right now, so but you still have to take care of it because it can't go have a job. Two, it is causing puppy mills to have a surge of demand which they have to figure out how to do. And let me tell you something, they're probably not going to make you wait for it because they're trying to make money. And three, this pandemic will not last forever. So understand that down the line, this will be your forever friend. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and I really hope that people take that into consideration before going out and, and, and buying or, you know, or even just adopting some of these animals, you know. A lot of people acquire their pets through shelters or whatever. And we really, I think, we, we know a couple of people that work in shelters. And, and, yeah. and something that has happened that I know I've seen on social media is people claiming that their shelters are empty. Because people are going through and adopting animals. Yeah. But that will not last. That won't last. And it would suck to see the reverse happen where as people realize they can't take care of these animals because now their lives go back to normal, these shelters fill back up. What happens to shelters every periodically, right, when they can't get rid of their animals? They're put down. Yeah, and these poor animals—it's not through no fault of their own. It's through our fault. It is our fault. It's our selfish desires. Yes, right. So we're not telling you to not go get a puppy, guys, but we're definitely asking everyone to think about it more. Yeah. So you know that was a very good one, man. I think that before we actually started this episode, guys, we didn't tell each other what we were going to talk about. Of course not. This is this is what makes it so special. Makes yeah. it a surprise. Yeah. So, so I'm glad you brought that up because that is a huge topic. No. That is a huge topic. All right. I'll hand it over to you, Eddie. What do you have next? Month? You know, I've really only got one more that I, that I want to talk about. Uh, it's something that a, a, lot, a lot less serious than, than puppies or whatever. But, you know, recently I downloaded TikTok. Yo, no. Please say it ain't so. Okay. So I downloaded TikTok. And I'm not going to lie, guys. I really enjoy it. By, by enjoy it, he means he spends like 65% of the day on TikTok. I would, maybe when like the first two or three days, I definitely did. Hey, uh, TikTok, if you guys are listening, uh, <laughs> we, we wouldn't mind like, you know, 45% kickback would yeah, be nice be for nice. So, uh, yeah, definitely the first few days I was on it a lot, like a lot, maybe even the first week, okay? But I've had, I think this is my second full week with the app in, on my phone. It's entertaining. Definitely, but 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 there is one that I think you guys need to stop. Everybody needs to stop. Which one? Because it's driving me insane. I have a lot of them from. You have a lot of them. I don't even have a TikTok. (laughs) I'm moving through you. At this point, it's only one. And is it one like genre? Is it one? What what the fuck is TikTok? Is it Vine? So it's like longer Vine. Okay, it's longer Vine. So it, some of it, ha- I know it started with a lot of like the dance videos and music videos. And yeah, stuff. because so TikTok actually bought out Musical.ly, which I don't remember if you guys remember, maybe a year and a half or two years ago. What the fuck That came Musical. out. Musical.ly was this app where you had... Who the fuck is that? <laughs> it was this app where you basically had like in the background, you could play like a song, like say The Weeknd, right? Blinding Lights. And then it's playing, and all you have to do is sort of lip sync. And it gave you these cool effects and shit that you could do, but it was a very short portion of the song that you would do. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, so, so TikTok is a, Chinese com- is a Chinese app. Uh-huh. It was developed in China. And a, little, a, a quick little nugget on it, a lot of government workers are not allowed to have this app on their phone because they have some level of clearance and they are afraid China's spying on the U.S. Oh. via this app. Oh, right? shit. Just a little nugget right there Listen, for those of y'all that didn't know. Listen, I think we need to clarify because I know we're going to get some heat for uh, the first episode. We're not we're not blaming China for any of this. No, right? no, no, not at all. So this, don't take this, please don't take this the wrong way. Like, we pick on everybody. I think we pick on ourselves the more most. than we pick on most people. So when we say Chinese, don't think of it like as a derogatory term. I'm Bosnian. So if you don't call me Bosnian, I take it 
offensively versus you call me Bosnian, I'd say, hey, okay, now you know, you're cultured, I understand that. So, I, I, uh, me personally, I really enjoy the Chinese culture. In season one of our podcast, I actually, I went to China through work. So if you guys definitely don't mind taking a listen to Ray's Adventures in China, I'll give you my perspective on what I experienced in China and my experience there. It was an awesome experience. Uh, yeah, I was in season one when I called myself Ray and I was scared to call myself Amir. So um, definitely give that a listen, but please don't take it the wrong way. It wasn't intended that way. Not at all, man. And I think most of our listeners will probably understand that, but we just wanted to make sure to clarify that. Meant to do that sooner on the episode, but anyway, it's out the way. <laughs> so back to TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that has finally driven me up a wall, and I, I will skip the video if I see it, is the one where it's like, bored in the house, and I'm in the house board. <sighs> bored in the house, and I'm in the house board. I'm about to flip it then. <laughs> I'm about to flip a chair, bro. And I know you're very passionate about this one, too. I, <laughs> people are doing some crazy, stupid shit. Listen. It can listen, be entertaining. Listen, people that are doing this crazy shit, please keep doing it. Do more. Do more crazy shit. Do, just do all the crazy shit because maybe that'll just teach some people not to do the shit that you're fucking doing. <laughs> it's so annoying, man. It reminds me of like Baby Shark, but Baby Shark was kind of funny. That was, was catchy, kinda, dude. It was catchy. I, I still jammed a Baby Shark in the car. This shit, people are saying, I'm bored in the house. I'm You in the house two days. How are you bored? I don't understand. I'm going crazy. Yeah, man. It's, it's, uh, it, uh, oh, I just, it finally got to me, man. I know when I was first listening to some of those and watching some of those videos, I was like, ah, you know, <laughs> cackling and giggling or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But finally, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I can't, I can't see these anymore. I'm done. I can't do it. It's the whole idea of social media. And I know we feed into it as well about like, you have two options with social media. Either A, create the wave. So B, be the be the first person on the wave. Or, or B, be the best person on the wave. Ride the wave. Yeah. Right? But I think this board in the house shit is... The, the waves crashed, bro. Like, we're, we're on the shore, baby. Like, we're chilling. <laughs> we're chilling on the shore. <laughs> we're on the shore. We got, we're, we got, you know, the beach towel laid out. We got the Coronas on the side. We got some Corona. bad Corona. You're going to use the Corona right now, Hell dude. Hell yeah, bro. The, the, hey, bro. Okay. We got the White Claw <laughs> on the side. That's better. Hey, speaking of which, hey, White Claw, if you're not <laughs> listening. <laughs> we're going to make sure summer 2020, you stay, you stay a staple. You stay a staple. But the idea, what I'm trying to explain here is that the wave is done. Please stop. Let's let's make some let's make up something new, right? These memes and the internet they, they always win. They're so creative, and I love it because it's so creative. And it, you know, constantly there's something new to laugh about in the shitty ass times that we're seeing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But let's not beat a dead horse. Like we're we're, we're not just beating it, bro. We're we're going full blown like Rambo on it. Like, full-blown Ivan Drago, like Hulk Hogan <laughs> leg drop. Bro, Shawn Michaels, sweet chin music. This shit's dead, all right? It's not The Undertaker. It's not coming back, baby. Like, it's done. We got to cut this out. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, man. Like I said, at first, I was all about it. And after seeing so many of those videos, I am exhausted of bored in the house. Bro, I'm in I, the think house I, board. I think I ranted more about it than you did. You did. I'm saying, I like literally, as we, we we came up with this topic when we were brainstorming for what we were gonna do for season three, 
Then as we recorded season one, I'm thinking, shit, man, I'm really not a trendy kind of guy, right? So I have to get creative with what I'm going to talk about for this episode. And then here I'm sitting in front of TikTok watching these videos. And finally I said, I'm done. Because you ranted about it even before we recorded episode one. And then I'm here thinking and I'm like, okay, I think I'm done with it too. That's it. Let's go. Move on. There are certain videos that TikTok, like informative videos, I think are pretty cool. Like the whole like media, like... um, multimedia videos where they teach you how to like record or take pictures and stuff like that i think that's pretty cool but the people that just want to get attention like bro just stop like look man i get it you want to be the first one there on the wave but find something new the t- the wave has crashed <laughs> yeah so that, that that's that's it man that, that's all i've got for this episode man i have one more and it's and it's pretty serious so for those listeners you guys probably picked up my trend of my uh, <coughs> my trend of my trends is getting more serious towards the end. Uh, this is something that's, that I keep very close to, to my heart. I think it's very important and I think there needs to be some clarity around it. The whole anti-vaxxer movement, right? Like this whole idea of I don't want to vaccinate my kids. I don't want to put diseases in my, and viruses in my kids uh, I would rather my, you know, I'm going to feed my kid whatever I want to feed them and the results are whatever they end up being. Mainly, I want to touch base today on the MMR vaccine. So that is the measles, mumps, and rebula uh, vaccine and it causing autism. The, 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 the fear, the skepticism that it causes autism. And as a result, anti-vaxxers are like, I'm not vaccinating my kids. Listen, I don't have any kids. But... My kids are going to be vaccinated. Why? For several reasons. These diseases aren't dead, right? It's just... It, there's a reason why there's a vaccine for them. Exactly. We just have built up technology and systems and science to understand these diseases and to put preventative measures. If we don't do what we're supposed to do and get these vaccines, the shit will come back. I don't need, and I'm going to be very blatant here... I don't need your future kids fucking up my future kids' lives because you don't want to get vaccinated and you're patient zero and then all of a sudden my kid goes to school with your kid and then bam, my kid catches it from your kid. We squaring up if that's going to happen. This really has to stop, right? I don't. I understand the whole idea of like don't pump shit in your system that you don't need. I, I agree there. I agree there. There's sometimes where I'm like, you know what? I don't need the flu vaccine this year. You know, I've been healthy so far. I've felt, you know, really good. I've taken care of my body. I, you know, my immune system feels okay. Knock on wood, I haven't been sick for a long time. And I think, hey, maybe I don't need the flu vaccine. But at the same time, I'm like, well, shit, man. Like, say I do catch it. My immune system is this strong and I still was able to catch it. What if I pass this fucking mutated flu virus to somebody else who maybe has a weaker immune system? And then they pass away, right? It's my fault. I did this. So going back to the MMR vaccine causing kids autism, all right? So the whole scare started in 1995 where a British group of researchers said that they had found a link between bowel disease and the MMR vaccine. Was that that one of those that was later proven to be fake? So... There's a guy, his name is Andrew Wakefield, uh, MD. But yes, he was the one who, uh, I believe one of the first guys that started this in 95. Um, he was the one who said, okay, it, 
we think it causes bowel disease, what else can it cause? And what else can repeated exposure to this virus, this vaccine, what can it cause? So he was one of the guys that speculated that the persistent infection of that disease can cause neurophysiatric I had to specifically write that word down, disease, and that's basically autism, that it can cause autism in kids, right? And all this information that I'm saying here is available on historyofvaccines.org. So as we mentioned earlier, like, you know, do do your fact checking and look behind these information. Yeah, of course, of course. So so hopefully it does provide some valid information. And for me, cross-referencing with other sites it's very similar very similar information. yeah and this is one of those where i've read about it through other articles where that's why i was like i think this is one of those where it was almost immediately proven not to be true but by then the damage had been done but this is the thing man when you want something to spread you have to hit people where it hurts and where they're most vulnerable and their kids and their children and their personal bodies mm-hmm. is where people are most vulnerable so over the next 12 years The possibility of a link between MMR and autism was studied extensively by different organizations because they're like, oh shit, you know, this came in the news, people started freaking out. They're like, no, I don't want to vaccinate my kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Now, what that does is by not vaccinating your kids, you're reducing quote unquote herd immunity. Herd immunity, yes. And that's the aspect of if a hundred out of a hundred people are vaccinated for a virus, you reduce the probability of catching that virus significantly. Now, if 50% of the population, 50 out of 100 are vaccinated and 50 are not, it's exponentially higher that you will catch that mm-hmm. virus, right? So it, obviously, because it touched people's kids, you know, people started talking about it and it got into the news, all of a sudden it got attention. So people decided to do tests on it and, and started to do scientific tests and say, hey, let's track this and let's see, is there any validity to this? Across 12 years of studying, there was no reputable or relevant study that confirmed Wakefield's findings. Specifically, what they found was, instead, found that there was no link between MMR and the bowel disease or MMR and autism. Yeah, and, and you know, like I said, this is one of those where it scared people and that misinformation leads to gener- a ge- couple of generations now... Of people deciding not to vaccinate their kids, amongst other things. Like Amir just mentioned, you know, if 100 out of 100 people get vaccinated, then we build herd immunity. But as you start getting more and more people, first it's just one. So now you only have 99 out of 100. Maybe then you have 92 out of 100 and so on and so forth. And the fewer, the more people that don't get this vaccine, the more likely that virus is likely to spread. And mutate. And mutate. Here's the problem with it. If it even if it doesn't mutate, right? And here in the US we have uh, almost eliminated measles or whatever. But say this person goes on a mission trip. Say this person goes on a mission trip. She happens to land in Africa or somewhere where there's obviously a lot less resources, a lot of less health resources and whatnot. Or somewhere where it is much more likely that that virus or that disease is still very is still there, is still active. They can catch it. They can come back here. And if they come into contact with other people that are not vaccinated, they can pass that on to those people. Exactly. Okay. Man. Go out, get, get get informed. If you want more information on what these vaccines do, on where how they're developed, 
you know, whatever you want. There's that information is out there, right? Exactly. You can have access to that. It's not nothing you can't get your hands on. And it's nothing that you have to be a scientist to understand. Look at these vaccines. Look at the things that are being put into these vaccines. And then look those things up on Google. We have this awesome thing called the internet. Look those things up on Google and look up the side effects of those components to those drugs. If there's something that is causing you questions... Make sure you talk to your medical professional. They're the ones that know what this stuff actually does to us. Trust them. Yeah. Now, the second thing I wanted to talk about here was what actually causes autism, right? Because if people are assuming you know, these vaccines are causing it, what, what, what has been proven to cause it, right? So currently, there is no real answer for autism other than it's a combination of genetic, non-genetic, and environmental factors. Specifically, in if you're, the parents of the child are a little bit older, so if they're advanced aging in the parents, uh, if the, there were complications with the pregnancy, uh, so for example, premature births, low birth weight, birth weight, multiple pregnancies, so twins, triplets, etc., as well as the gap between pregnancies, right? So we were talking about puppy mills. It's the same idea as puppy mills. If you have kids closer together, you have a higher chance of the second child developing some sort of condition, right? So with autism, there was a link that was proven that if you have multiple pregnancies less than a year apart, there's a higher chance that you will have autism. I'm not a medical professional. Do not take me as a doctor or anything that I say as a doctor's advice. But to my understanding, it's very similar to like cancer. Where it's more in our genes than it is caused by something that we're eating or ingesting. Right, some sort of environmental factor. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's important to know, right? That's important to know. And that's something that, again, you have access to that information, right? And again, a lot of this anti-vax stuff is caused by misinformation, right? So I'm glad you brought that up, that there are re- there is research then into what causes autism and... It's still kind of a question mark from what you just said. It's yeah. a very big question mark. And guys, there are question marks for a lot of things. And if some of this is, you know, why are we getting vaccinated or what are we you know what are the what are the pros and cons to vaccinating versus non-vaccinating? If you guys have those questions, again, talk to your medical professionals. And let us know, right? If we're th- telling saying things here on the podcast that don't align with what you know to be truth, Shoot us a DM. Let us know. We'll you know we'll take a look at it. We'll do our homework and do our findings. One thing that you'll understand about Eddie and myself is we're, we're not these egotistical people. If you prove us wrong, I'm glad you proved me wrong because that means there's an opportunity for me to learn. Yeah, yeah, and there's an opportunity for us to use this platform to go and say, hey guys, guess what? We were wrong. We admit we were wrong. Such and such. If you want a shout out, said hey. You guys need to fix this, and we will fix it. Of course. Right? But, again, it's it's let's not spread misinformation, guys. Yeah. And that's it for me, man. Those are my trends. I, I hope you guys can take some... some. It, it was a bit of a more of a comedic relief compared to our first episode in the season where we talked about COVID. Take a listen if you haven't listened already to the COVID conversation that Eddie and I had. But definitely want to say a thank you to our listeners. Uh, thank you to the new listeners that are listening. We have a lot more episodes that we've already published. 
So I, I'll hand over to Eddie. I'm doing your job here. <laughs> so like we mentioned last time, guys, uh, we're going to give you guys a preview of the next episode. For the next episode, we are going to talk about diversity and privilege in universities. All right. And this is going to be a big topic. There's a lot of things that happen out there in universities that sometimes maybe don't get the publishing or the exposure that they deserve, yes. uh, whether good or bad. Yes, okay. and understand that what we're going to present might not be one-sided. It might surprise you. Yeah, so stay tuned for that episode. We're definitely going to do some research on it. may even post some stuff out on our social media preparing for it, getting you guys' input because we would really love it. So, again, stay tuned for that. Share with your friends. Let your friends know about the podcast. Obviously, the more listeners we get, the more motivation both Eddie and I get to create new episodes. It gives us, you know, like a little bit of fire in our belly. So let us know what you think of our episodes, of our content that we're providing, things that we can improve, and as well as things that you guys want to hear. Yeah, absolutely, guys. And so the ways y'all can the ways y'all can do that. Biggest part: we're most active on Instagram. So at one out of ten would recommend. Go ahead, hit that follow, see our posts, go like our posts, go watch our stories. We'll try to interact with you guys as much as possible there. Shoot us your questions at one out of 10 would wreck at gmail.com. Again, that's one out of 10 would wreck at gmail.com. If that's what you want to do, go ahead and do it. We'll also be checking that. Okay. Now, also, like Amir said, we're on almost every available audio source. Whether it's Apple Podcasts, whether it's Spotify Podcasts, whether it's Stitcher, Alexa, you name it, we're on there. Go ahead, rate, review, subscribe. We look forward to it. We want to see that feedback from you guys. We really appreciate it if you guys do. Uh, But for now, episode two is in the books. Peace out, Girl Scouts.